Welcome to the School Connect podcast. At School Connect, we know it takes a village to help every child reach their full potential. So each episode, we'll hear stories of normal people who became heroes, solving community problems in powerful and creative ways. We know these stories will inspire you to create the change you hope to see. Well, hello, Tracy. Uh, Today, we kind of get to take the easy road out, if I were to say it that way. We have uh, a guest uh, host that's going to be filling in for us and having a conversation. And I was excited about this, but at the same token, I'm a little nervous about what individuals might take away if they don't dig deep into the conversation. You're nervous? Really? Yes, I am why, a little why nervous. Is that, why is that? I, I know. you nervous. I know. <laughs> You're not in yeah, those, those words usually don't come out of my mouth. But I think the reason I'm nervous is today we're doing a laser-focused conversation into a very specific faith community. And on the surface, our listeners might perceive that we're trying to um, promote one faith over the other. And I don't think that's the case. And my hope is that as they listen to the conversation today, they're able to look at a couple levels down. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, we just had the wonderful podcast that we had with uh, the director of the governor's office of youth, faith and family, Maria Cristina Fuentes. And I think something she said is, man, the faith community can make a huge difference to the life of kids and schools. And we totally agree with that. And she said, Hey, we're not talking only Christian faiths. We're talking about all faiths, what they can offer uh, so that kids are fed and clothed and have great education and are supported and find a flourishing and success. So I feel less nervous probably than you because I'm thinking, okay, we are talking to a group of leaders of one faith, but really we're setting the framework of we would love to have all faiths represented. Right. So I think that's the good kind of position for us to take is it would have been great to be able to have a podcast with all the different faiths having the same conversation. But we were able to just get this organization, which represents one, but they're really representing all faiths when we talk about what they're doing at the core and why they're doing it. And and really, I mean, this is great having these leaders. I can't wait for you all to listen to this conversation because I think it's really um, thought provoking. But I also feel like, you know, we're on the line to get more faith leaders to the table and have another podcast with a bunch of variety of faith, too. Agreed. So without further ado, for everyone who's listening, who has taken over or hijacked our podcast? <laughs> oh, my, oh, my gosh. He did hijack it. This is uh, Pastor Dan Steffen. He is a senior pastor at Pure Heart Church. And he's not only the pastor of Pure Heart Church, but he is a deep, close, personal friend of mine. And and it was really, I, I was doing my thing, starting the model of School Connect. And he came to me and said, oh, my gosh, Tracy, this is so great. I want to help you to, to do that. And so as a deep partner with me, um, he is a co-founder with me of School Connect. And so he carries the heart. He knows that kids uh, desperately needed a huge array of people in their village to support them, to be able to flourish. And he wants to make a difference. So he is now the host for this uh, podcast. And he has brought a couple of guests into the studio with him. All right. Well, let's listen 
to what Pastor Dan and his friends have to say about how they have collectively partnered together to impact schools. All right, welcome to School Connect Podcast. I'm hanging out today with two great pastors here in the greater Phoenix area. Ryan Nunez from Palm Valley Church. What's up, Dan? Jake Hancock from CCV. He's the global youth pastor at CCV. That's a great <laughs> title right there, global. It's intimidating. That's it's an intimidating a, we're title. We're the global guy. We're just local guys. Yeah, dude. well, Jake is global. Hey, you can just put anything you want in front of your name. That's, that's what I learned, yeah. <laughs> global executive. My doctorate is honorary, but that's okay. I still have a few people that call me doctor. I'm, I'm the really, global... Really nice. Far West Valley, pastor of Palm Valley. Smart. Listen, I'm not stopping you. (laughs) So about 15 years ago, and my name is Dan Stefan. I'm the senior pastor here at Pure Heart Churches. And we, about 15 years ago, Pure Heart really leaned into serving our local schools. And things were going great. And we were loving that. We were serving about 40 different schools. And we involved a few other churches that were hanging out with us doing that. And and we just got this idea, like, what if we took our name off of it and, and just went and gave this to the church in the city and made a difference and just brought churches together? And it just exploded. It went to like, I don't know now, it's like over 850 churches now serving in over a thousand schools in 12 different cities across America. So it's a great story. But today we really wanted to focus in on kind of the local church and the difference and the joy of making a difference in our local schools, what that means to you guys. So I get to be the host today. This is it's awesome. Funny. I keep nodding my head as you're saying that, which is not good for a podcast. Yeah, your head. it's working like, out really. Everybody sees you nodding <laughs> your head, Ryan. It's really nice. I'll be tossing a man's. Mm, yeah. mm. Just I'll just commentate <laughs> every once in a while. Ryan's really agreeing emphatically right yeah. now. So, <laughs> so let's just start with this question: How do schools fit into the mission of your church? Like for Palm Valley for CCV, how do serving local schools? How does that fit into your guys' mission? Yeah, I, I know for us, it's it's central to our what we would call our local missions. So meeting the needs of the community. Schools have been central to that because there's no greater um, like pulse of what's happening in the community than, than teachers, than educators, than administrators. Like they know what's going on in a community. And if we want to meet those needs, connecting with them makes perfect sense. So we've done that for, man, I can't, 15 or so years in the Avondale School District right by our campus. And just the relationships that are built, every, anything from, man, there's one of the kids, you know, their, their house burned down. We're able to, to help out with that to things going on in the classroom to they just have a pulse like no one else does. Yeah. So it's, it's central to what we do. We, we've found that every need is in the local school. Yeah. Immigration. Yep. Food scarcity. Uh, mental health. It's all in the local schools. They, they have all these needs and they can make a great difference yeah. by meeting those needs. So Jake, how about you guys at CCV? Yeah, I think well, students specifically in our world, like it just seems that it's really easy to sit in your church and complain that no one is coming. Uh, and it's like, no, no, we need to go to where they are. Yeah, I love uh, that. And they're in the school. And so we, I mean, even, even our student pastors, it's like requ- a required part of their job description. Um, six to 10 hours a week is like, you need to be in your community, in your school. And I don't know what that looks like. It looks differently for every different student sure. pastor, but it could be coaching football. It could be coaching basketball. It could just be showing up in certain scenarios but you have to like for in our set, we got to earn some trust. You got to earn some buy-in in the yeah. community. And I just don't want to be a, I never want to be a part of an organization, especially as a church that is just waiting for you to walk through our door so we can love on you. Uh, and so it's so cool for us to be community driven and let, like, let's go to where you are and meet the need that you have. Yeah. It's really good. Get out of the office. Mm-hmm. What you said about meet trust people. though is so important too, because it doesn't start with like showing up and like them giving you huge things to do. Or huge opportunities. Like for us, it started like our first day we showed up and they said, you can paint this wall. And it was like, we had like 50 people there to paint this wall. And they're like, oh, you guys actually 
followed through on what you said. And, you know, because they're shocked. Schools are shocked yeah. that church yeah. is going to show yeah. up and actually follow through. Yeah. They're so used years to later churches though, flaking on them. Sorry, yeah. churches yeah. out there. That just happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Best intentions, but yeah. you, you get it over your head. But yeah, 15 years later, now they're calling us, hey, we've got three new teachers moving in from out of town. Can you give them a place to stay for the next, you know, two months while they get their, you know, feet settled? So so yeah. a whole lot of trust in us. You know, I think one of our pastors was with a keynote speaker at their back to school address for all of their teachers across the district. You don't show up and say, hey, can we be your keynote speaker? Like <laughs> that's relationship. That's relationship. Yeah. It takes time. Trust. Yeah. It def- and that's the, I think that's the hurdle you probably have to fight if you as a church want to get involved in a school. Like you have to be willing to play the long game oh, with that. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes you, I don't know, we even hear like the, what's the, what's the ROI on that, which is like, that's annoying, but also <laughs> I get why we're asking that, I guess. But if it is one of those, like, man, it's the ROI might be that like five, like you said, 15 years later, yeah. you trust us to ask us. And I think realizing that when you go into the office and you like bring coffee to the administrator, like that's better than trying to email the principal. Like, Hey, I want to talk to you. I have something that like, I have something for you. No, no, I don't. <laughs> like, what do you need from us? Like I will do literally anything. Um, to show that I love you. And that's I, what I am inspired by is like, I feel more like I get to be Jesus in those conversations where I just show up and like, what do you need? Um, then even on the weekend when I'm in like pastor mode uh, and I think yeah. it's fun. And it, at least for me, it's invigorating in a way that not every part of the job is. Showing up, pulling staples out of walls, mm-hmm. scraping gum off of tables. Yeah. We have what's called love our schools day that we do every year. And churches all across the city of Phoenix, the greater Phoenix, get together and serve schools. And I know both of your churches have been involved in that for for years. And building that trust, showing up, doing those little things adds to the trust. You know, for, for us serving at like Cactus High School around the corner from our Glendale campus, and they've asked us to do like school connect. We actually do, I'm sorry, we asked us to do a parent connect. Yeah. We actually do a parent university three times a semester. And that didn't just happen overnight. Right. That was years of showing up and cleaning tables and wiping down stuff. And, you know, some pretty disgusting jobs, dirty jobs on campus <laughs> yeah. that built that trust. That's good. What are some other ways that you guys have been serving local schools? Yeah. So we do some very informal things like, you know, just showing up, you know, serving teachers, back to school gifts for uh, teachers, supplies, um, two big kind of more formal drives to do a, a back to school, uh, uniforms, backpacks, school supplies drive for the district where we provide that for the kids do similar thing at, at Christmas with, with toys, um, and, and Christmas gifts, but that's in collaboration with a bunch of our community partners as well. You know, with, the, with toys and, um, Thanksgiving baskets, stuff like that, food boxes. Yeah. Um, we don't do baskets anymore. We do boxes, <laughs> right guys? But we do baskets. We we go go sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually baskets. have a basket right. weaving team that like works all year <laughs> around. And like, so. Okay. Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> so we do that all through our schools now. Cause we were, yeah. we were collecting food all the time at Thanksgiving time. We were doing toys at Christmas time. And now what we do is we go to our principals and we ask them, who are families in your school that you know have needs? And then are you willing to give us their names? Yeah. And we've been able to follow up. It's been a fantastic way of doing food boxes and doing toys. <laughs> and just doing that to the local that? schools. Because the principals know the needs yeah. in the schools better than we know the needs in the school. One of the crazy things is that. So we actually, at Christmas time, we end up with like local businesses that show up and say, we did a toy drive. We thought it was a good thing to do, but we actually realized at the end of the day, we don't know any people that need stuff. Like we don't know any kids. It's like, we do. All right. Toss it in here and, you know, get it through the schools. Jake, how about you? Anything else that CCV has been doing over the years? Christchurch the Valley been doing over the years? I think we've, we've probably done all of those things at different parts of the the time. I think for us right now, I would say the majority of what we find ourselves doing in schools would be relational. Um, And I think just, just jumping in and being involved 
any way you can to earn the trust to, to get a call back. I think that's really the, the, the goal is this. And it's like, this is sad, but it seems like in every couple of weeks, there's a lockdown somewhere. Uh, and to yeah. be, to be the first phone call is not something that just happens because you're next door. It happens because, oh, I think the student pastor has been coaching volleyball at this, at our campus for the last like two years. Uh, and he's there on the weekends and and he's like, he shows up at games and he's around and he knows who we are and he, he knows the so names good. of people that are here. And so when crisis happens, it seems like we are more often than not get a chance to like plug into crisis, which is, which is when life change happens. It tends to always happen in crisis. So, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about those connections with with leaders and teachers and principals. How how have you connected with students, families, educators as you've been serving local schools? How's that worked in your guys' um, church life? Well, I know for us, we ask uh, the teachers to serve alongside us. So on those big toy drives where you're passing out toys, we ask the teachers to come and like be part of passing these out. That they're your kids. You know, you're you're the hero. You get to follow up with them every day. You know, we're gonna go away at the end of this day. So let's put the the resource in the hands of the person that can follow up. And then just simple things like uh, we do for several of the districts out in the uh, West Valley, we host their um, teacher orientations at the, at the church. That's so good. like the week leading up to school, we have, I don't know, four or 5,000 teachers walk through our, our campus, host them, care for them. Um, I get to share a little bit at the beginning, make a connection. And, and now they've come back for five, six, seven years in a row. And they might not go to church, but if it ever rises the need, like yeah. they know a place. Yeah. As we've built relationship over the years, uh, especially with uh, the high school around the corner, Cactus, you know, Canyon Elementary, those principals will actually call me now and say, like, recently I had a call that said, hey, we have a student that is really wrestling with some mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. It has some suicidal thoughts, things of that nature. And we know you have a counseling ministry and the family's just struggling financially. Would you guys be willing to step up and and help this family. And we were able to provide like six sessions of counseling mm-hmm. for not only the student, but also for their parents. Uh, on my way into the office this morning, I was on the phone with the principal at Cactus High School and Mrs. Hammer. Isn't that a great name for a principal? <laughs> yeah. The Hammer, right? This is awesome. <laughs> awesome. And just, hey, I was, I was thinking about you, praying for you. How, how's the start of the year going? We just had a fantastic conversation, you know, yeah. about three years ago, she called up and said, this freshman class is the most broken freshman class we've ever had. And we brought 30 of our youth leaders down to Cactus High School and did a big, we did inflatables and games and we hung out. And then afterwards we broke into huddles and just let kids talk. And uh, they, they just did the whole event just for the freshman class. And those are the kind of things over the years through the service projects that we've been allowed to do. And it's built more connection. We have a question as a church that if we were gone tomorrow, would our community miss us? And I think what What's been happening through local schools answers that question with a resounding yes. I mm-hmm. think at this point we would be missed, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a good thing. So, Jake, how about connections for you guys at CCV with teachers, administrators, those types of things? Anything you want to add to that? I think I think what you were Ryan, you were just talking about like having opening up your campus to do things is a, such an easy home run that they're always looking. For, I mean, I think when I was a student pastor in Anthem, we we hosted the football banquet, the basketball banquet, like any, ba- anything like that. We're available. I'll set up anything you want. Uh, and it's the, the simple fact of like, let me just love on you. Let me give you our campus. I'm gonna, me, you don't have to pay for it. Just come use yeah. our campus like, and let you be here. I know I, we were just in Peoria, uh, one of our campuses on Monday, they're like, we're like the emergency landing spot for the Peoria school district. So one of their schools, the AC went out. So they bus everybody to that campus. And we have all this whole elementary school and auditorium watching cars, 
on, uh, <laughs> I guess we could have showed like the chosen or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> missed the window. Yeah, right. are, you are, are we a church yeah. or not? Are you showing Disney? You really movies? missed yeah. the mark on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's always like the, be prepared, <laughs> man. What, what's the, uh, and so, but it's just neat because you, you bust them up and, I think even just you have your whole staff that gets to be outside and be excited when parents come up and parents are just, obviously parents are a little bit annoyed. They have to drive 25 minutes to this place, but they're more often appreciative that they're, Oh, they actually, my kid got to sit in AC for three hours that wouldn't have been available. And so moments like that, that you can open up your space. I just think pay huge dividends down the road. And it's just like, Hey, I'm here for you. I'm not here to get something from you. That's it. That's really good. Jake. We have a heart at our church to do life with the church, big C, not just little C, pure heart. We care deeply about working and serving with other churches. Unity matters greatly to us. Matter of fact, every weekend on our campuses, we pray for other churches. We take time in our service, show a quick video of another camp, another church, and we pray for them because it matters. And that's a big part of the story of School Connect is that when the church started coming together to serve in the city, we were able to do a lot more. If you stop caring about getting the credit, you know, and God getting the glory, you could do so much more. And I know that both of your churches have a heart for that. So let's talk a little bit about that for a second and what, what it means to you to be serving with other churches and how does that matter to you? Ryan, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, first of all, just the impact's bigger, right? Like yeah. we can just do so many more things together than, than apart. Um, but I think just to change the, the name of the church in the Valley, uh, mm. I think that's what I love about uh, Love Our Schools Day most churches do something with schools throughout the year, right? right? Some type of relationship, but just to say, okay, whatever you do, would you do something on this day? And it gets that momentum going. Yeah. It gets all of the principals talking with each other, the administrators, and we're able to do a large scale, visible display of the unity of the church, which so rarely happens, right? Like we're, we're not known for being super. You don't want to make decisions for optics, but. It's kind of cool every once in a while to have a really big, like the church yeah. is okay thing. Yeah. We like, 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 like It's we a cool, it's kind of cool. We're helpful. Yeah. Yeah. We're not angry. Yeah. We're not That'll screaming nice, at, board right? meetings, yeah. at school board meetings. You know, yeah. we're not, we're not that. That's not our whole story. Our story is bigger than that. Yeah. Jake, how about you? No, it's okay. I think for us, what excites me about partnering with other churches is it allows our church to not feel like we have to be everything all at once. Uh, and I think there's so much space for, Jesus to be made known in different ways and different avenues. And I think sometimes I mean, Ashley actually was just talking about this today in our all staff meeting about how like it's, it's easy sometimes as a church to be like, we're going to do everything at all of it. Cause you want to, of course you, I want to do everything too. Uh, but when you do everything, it's easy to do nothing. <laughs> like we're not doing anything very well. And so what's cool about partnering with churches is like, Hey, we're good at some things, but we're also not good at other things and it's okay. Yeah. And so we get to be like partner with you. And I, my, some of my favorite conversations in student ministry are talking to kids that have been in our high school ministry for a few weeks. They're like, Man, I'm not sure. I'm like, oh, have you tried this church down the road? Have you talked to this student pastor? Like, he's awesome. Like, this might be exactly what you're looking for. So like yeah. partnering in a way that is like super healthy. I, I think growing up in a small, I grew up in this little small town in Michigan. And I just remember driving. It's like, man, what? This town is 16,000 people and 25 churches. Like, right. and they all kind of suck. Like, they yeah. don't like, because they can't do it. Like, it's just yeah. a bummer. Like, man, if we what came if we together, just, yeah, we came together. together. What we, like, I don't know, that stuff fires yeah. me up. It's so yeah. cool. I just think about the body of Christ. We always teach that through the, you know, at least I do a lot of times about my own local body. But that's not what the pastor is talking about the body of Christ. Jesus has one body. And if we think about our different churches, as some are hands and some are feet and heart and like, we have to come together to accomplish the mission. Like it's not optional to, to work on our own. 
and I really respect that about all of you, both of you guys, because your churches have that heart to do that. We're all three of our churches are multiple campuses, but Jake, CCV, you're like, what, 15 campuses now or something crazy like that with like 5 million people or something along those lines? Sure, but, yes. But you guys could do <laughs> so much in the city. But I've heard Ashley, your senior pastor, talk about this recently, a week ago, talk about how CCV alone with all of our campuses, if we filled them up over and over and over and over and over again, we still would make, wouldn't even make a dent mm-hmm. in impacting this city and making a difference in this city. We need the church mm-hmm. to yeah. be involved. And I, I love that. You guys did a whole campaign called More Than Us. You know, um, I th- what I think, well, yeah, speaking of the more than us campaign, we, it seems like every year, about every year that we try to rally everybody to a cause. Um, and I remember the more than us, like, I think it's one of those that was pitched and you're in the initial meeting. You're like, oh, okay. Like maybe people get behind this. Uh, I think it was the year before it was, we did something for Columbia and it was like, that's an easy, hey, we're going to, we're going to adopt children. It's like, all right, everybody's on board. We're super excited next year, more than us. We're going to help other churches. And you as a, you as a pastor are hoping like, man, I really hope people are on board with this. Cause this is our heartbeat. And it was just so, man, it was so powerful. Like watching the church, like all of us, like come together to help people other than us. And it was just, it was super powerful even to hear stories. I'm um, even just like, where we're sitting is kind of a product of some yeah. of that. And I think the studio, yeah, the studio. And it's just, it's cool that I'm and I, granted. I am not behind any of those things. I just get to come on. Jay. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> we know you're global the global student. Pa- yeah. We know you're the, yeah. you're the global <laughs> youth pastor. <laughs> We'd like to think that. Yeah. And, but it's just, it's neat to know that we're a part of a global big C church as we like to talk. it. Yeah. I, I know that we do a summit at Grand Canyon university every year for school connect. And we have almost a thousand people that show up leaders, principals, pastors, business leaders, they gather on the, the arena floor at Grand Canyon University. And it's wild when I stand there, especially the last last year where I'm standing there and, and looking around all these people. And I'm realizing that Pure Heart's name, our church isn't being mentioned at all. But then I had this moment during the last summit where I realized, yeah, but isn't it good that the church is here? It's not about Pure Heart anymore because if it was just about Pure Heart, just about one church, we wouldn't see this arena filled like this. This mm-hmm. wouldn't be happening. It's about one church but it's the church coming together and Christian business leaders and leaders in the community and principals and superintendents across the city coming together to care about this next generation. There's power in that kind of unity. Mm-hmm. You can do more together. It doesn't go faster, but you can go farther. Yeah. So you have to change how you calculate. You mentioned before return on investment. It's just the ROI. The ROI. Yeah. You just have to break that model that it's not Run just an Excel it. sheet if you want to pull it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, you guys have here at Pure Heart have made a huge investment in this, but the payoff is for the church as a whole, for, for schools as a whole. And that's big picture thinking. We're super grateful that you guys have led in that. It's been a blast. So let's wrap this podcast up with this question. Just what's the value for School Connect with you guys in your, in your faith community? What's been the value for School Connect? You know, for us, it's just that, that collaboration. It's the sense that we're doing this, what we're doing here is happening so many other places. And it's a great way to encourage other churches that, that want to do it to point them to a resource. I mean, we, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to, you know, come up with, uh, you know, invite them to all of our things. No, like better together. I mean, uh, a school connect, it's, it's already going, uh, point them towards that. We, we love being part of it. I hear from pastors all the time about, Hey, I'm in this, dis- this school district. I've called the principal time and time again. I'm not getting any calls back. 
what can you help me? And then Tracy with School Connect makes one phone call because of the reputation yeah. of not flaking, showing up, doing what say you were going to do, which is there's been so many years with Love Our Schools days where we're scrambling like, hey, a church had signed up for this to serve at this school, but they can't make it. Their group isn't going to show up. We made sure a group was there because yeah. mm-hmm. we never, we were not going to let schools down. And yeah. for 10 years, we made sure we never let schools down. And now that's paying off. So we can make one, School Connect can make one phone call to a principal and that pastor's getting called back within the week. Yeah. Because of that reputation, it's made a huge difference. Jake, anything you want to add as we wrap well, up today? And I would just say what's awesome about it is oftentimes, and this is silly, but oftentimes the biggest hurdle to helping people is I don't know how, or I don't know how to start or where that's to good. start yeah. or who do I talk to. And I think if you, if you were to ask anybody, Hey, do you want to like be more involved in schools? I think every hand would go up. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, how, well, I made, like you said, I made two phone calls and I got two no's. And for us, like we at CCV, our lifeblood is in our small group ministry. And it's such a cool tool to equip a volunteer leader to like with, doesn't matter who they are. They don't have to have a connection. They don't have to know anybody. Hey, there's a link. Uh, And Hey, let's, how can we go be helpful? How can we engage in what's going on? And you can feel instantly like you're a part of, we, I think what's so cool about being a, a part of like any church is just like you, there's this little, maybe this is icky a little bit, but I feel like I'm a part of doing something good. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool to know yeah. that it's bigger than you. And what's cool about School Connect is uh, it, any random group could just be like, hey, I want to be a part of something big and I want to click on it. And you feel like you're moving the needle. Yeah, uh, I think that's just super encouraging. And just it's so fun to be a part of something that you guys have built. Well, this world is so divided right now. And I, I just love your guys' heart for unity. It does matter to be a part of something where we're doing good and we're doing good together, especially when you turn on the news these days, it's just all divisive. Everything you see is divisive. So we say here at Pure Heart all the time, it's not just what we do, it's who we do life with. So guys, thanks for doing life and ministry and leadership uh, with us together in this city. It's great to be at this point in history yeah. together, making a difference. It matters greatly. And uh, I just appreciate you guys, appreciate your churches and um, away we go. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having us. Well, that was awesome. It was. It was. I love listening to that. I do. I do. I I will tell you the one thing that was hard, I have to go back and re-listen. I had a hard time seeing who was talking because they all were saying such great things. I'm like, is that, who is that? But at the end of the day, I think what I really took away is it doesn't matter who it was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is at the end of the day, it wasn't about the organizations. It was about what they were doing. It was about the fact that they were working together. Right. They were, they were really saying, hey, it's better to not do this alone. It's better to do this together. And I think that's such an incredible theme. And one of the things that, uh, you know, just always hits me, and I've said this before, but, you know, a school really is the portal to all the needs of the neighborhood. And man, that's every kind of need that is there. It's so cool to have a group of faith leaders who'd say, hey, we can each take part. We can each participate in that. It just thrills me. I agree. I agree. I think the one lesson that I learned, again, not looking at it from the specific faith perspective, but but kind of putting in like my corporate perspective in that conversation. So of you course, know, you would be able to do that. <laughs> Thank you very Absolutely. much. Bring the corporate perspective to a faith conversation. I appreciate Right. I mean, but that was the goal of the conversation was how do I apply it to my life and what's going on? And, you know, I was there thinking, I have to be honest, like there's a lot of competition that I have in the Valley that do the same things that I do. Mm -hmm. Would I want to partner with them 
And I really had to like dig deep because my initial thought was, no, I would not want to partner with them. I want to be the one doing all of this on my own. Uh But at the end of the day, I think what I realized, it wasn't about me or my company at that moment. It was about the kids in the community and individuals coming together to Mm -hmm. impact those kids in community. And I think that's what I really took away from this conversation, because you could kind of say churches might kind of compete for members or market share or whatever the case might be. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm sure there's some of that there, right? Uh, Yeah. But really what it's about at that moment wasn't about increasing people attending their church or their church saying, look at us. It was about look at the needs of the students in the community and let's come together and solve that. I just love what you said there, because when we all focus on the kids, who are all of ours, right? We each have our own family, our own children, but but in general, hey, these kids are our treasure. They are precious. And when we focus on the kids, then it helps all of us have the right motive, have the right heart and the right approach. I really appreciate. And I, I think that your experience, Tim, is just human. I think it's human to kind of go, oh, well, maybe they'll use that company or that faith community instead of mine. And so I get that. That's just a human experience. But we're here to say, oh, my gosh, when you focus on those kids and whatever they need to help them be successful, it helps overcome a lot of those barriers. Yes. Again, I leave a podcast schooled and trying to be better. (laughs) Just when I think I have it all figured out, I'm challenged. And so now I have to learn to play well in the sandbox. You do, Tim. Being the driven person that I am is sometimes (laughs) kind of hard. Those are my marbles. Nobody else's marbles. So, anyways, and, and hopefully others who have listened have kind of been able to take a step back and just kind of say, where are those areas in my organization that maybe I'm trying to go it alone Mm -hmm. or independently whenever if I partnered with somebody else, we could go further, faster and deeper if I would not do that. So that really is the big takeaway of today's podcast from my perspective. And also, I would say the other thing that's a really big takeaway is a thread that was discussed there was the value of School Connect and how School Connect is coming in and making their lives easier because you're able to do a lot of the hard work ahead of the time, which makes their ability to come in and really impact faster. Would would you agree? Yes. I mean, it's what a privilege that is because sometimes working with schools, there can be red tape, there can be misunderstanding, there can be all these things that kind of keep other barriers and make it complicated. We're just trying to make it simple and smooth and clear. And uh, and we can help to do that. We want to help to do that. Right. All right. Well, as we end this edition of the podcast, again, we're challenging our listeners in four ways that they can make a difference in their local community. Do you remember the four ways? Do you remember one of them? What are the, what are, we talk about four ways this year. That well, one of the ways is that they can Not only listen to the podcast, but share the podcast. Yes, yes. That's one of them, I know. Everyone can share a podcast. That's That's the first way. The second way that we really are challenging everyone this year is financially invest in School Connect. So if you have the resources, we're asking you to consider how you might be able to invest in the mission and vision of School Connect. And if you're interested in that, you can go to our website, schoolconnectaz.org. And there's a button there. So that's two. What would you say is the third? 
Mm, a third one is, hey, if you want to volunteer with us, yes, we would love to have you volunteer with us to support schools. Yeah. So share your treasure. So you, every every single listener has uh, a, a, a secret weapon or something that they're really good at. If you want to bring that to make a difference in the communities, again, reach out to us. They're the superpower. Power, they're superpower. That was what I was looking for. Not super weapons, superpower. It's much better power <laughs> yes. too. <laughs> and the fourth way. <laughs> yes. You're the, yes. The fourth way. The fourth way I think is, hey, your local school, right? You can just go volunteer in your local school, right? Right down the street Hello. where your kids go. Or, Hello. Okay. Hello. What is it? What is it? The Tim? fourth way is bring school connect to your village. Okay. Okay. Bring school connect. So those are the Why four ways. Why didn't I think of that? Oh my God. I don't know. That's okay. It's good. Anyways, well, as always, Tracy, this one was easy for us, right? We just flew in, flew out, got to be a fly on the wall. And uh, hopefully uh, it's making an impact with uh, your perspective on how you partner with others. Until next time, keep connecting. Thank you for listening to the School Connect podcast and for being part of our village. Be sure to follow, review, and share this podcast on your chosen platform because more collective voices equal more progress for our kids. If you're interested in finding out more about School Connect and seeing how you can make a difference, go to schoolconnectaz.org for more information.